CNN contributes to Donald Trump's campaign. They always do. Man. They have a show every day that does. Kami wants your straws. Kami Harris. Is that that it? It, That's not all. Is that all she wants? Biden mumble raps. (laughs) 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 And and the Babylon Bee's got some real news. They're competing with CNN now. Oh. A little CNN (laughs) competition coming up. Huh? Hey, y'all, welcome to Cross Politic. Pastor Toby Chuck Knox, the water boy. It's good to be with you guys hey. on a good Sabbath, huh? What? What? And then your Sabbath with oh, us yeah. right you know, now. I yeah. just, just want to say, everybody who's watching this show instead of watching football, man, salute to you. <laughs> What's wrong <laughs> with you people? Did you put the scores <laughs> in, the, right. in the notes so I can follow That's along? Right. Just give us some updates <laughs> while we're going. All our, all our club members for August mm-hmm. just got their pints shipped out this oh. last week. Yep. So sorry. Um, I, I want to ship them out at the end of every month, and there's a little delay because I'm working on like. Are we going to get something like this? Too? Uh, I would love to get something like that, too. It takes hot, time. Hey, guys, did you hear the hot new salad that's sweeping the nation? Actually, just a big bowl of croutons. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I read, I read it on the internet. That's all right. Like Parents that's fulfill all duty to bring kids up in the Lord by dropping them off at youth group for an hour every Ooh. week. They're gonna say public school. That kind of hurts. I know, I know. <laughs> CNN seven hour climate change town hall loses in ratings to Baby Shark being played 185 times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Is that no, true? Knox believes it. Snopes rates Biden's claim that two plus two equals five as mostly true. <laughs> oh man, this hey, is a postmodern world. I, I actually think those are not jokes. We, so. <laughs> we got Kyle Mann coming on the show in a little bit. Kyle Mann, one of the What's his, like, C uh, in charge? He's the, he's the chief funny officer, or chief serrated officer. Something I don't, from Babylon yeah. B coming on yeah. a little bit, so stay tuned. Also, in third segment, we are going to start a new thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to try. Yeah. Okay. If we can remember. Oh, I forgot my book. Hold us accountable. We're, yeah, hold us accountable. Third segment. Uh, we want to start doing book recommendations. Yep. Yes. Uh, on the show. So some of you have reached out and be like, hey, what do I read? What are you guys reading? Your Bible. Uh, hey, and... Every week. <laughs> yes. Mostly <laughs> the Bible. Speaking Exodus. of which, a new round of the Bible reading challenge is starting. Oh, can I tell you on I Monday. appreciate this, yeah, On guys? Monday. Bible yep. reading challenge. Man. Uh, I don't uh, have. Find don't it. Have it's at reading. Christkirk.com, Bible yeah. reading challenge. Um, thousands. Yeah. Tens of thousands yeah, of tens people of thousands, all yeah. over the world are reading the Bible together. I, I hope more. <laughs> uh, well, in this particular challenge. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, praise yeah, God for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Millions are actually reading their Bibles. But hey, if we you hope. need some encouragement, um, Anyways, do that. Get in the word. Hashtag keep the feast. Keep the feast. Yes. Um, And um, also, though, we're going to start recommending some other readings, so stay tuned for third segment. Also, this show is brought to you by our good friends at Classical Conversations. Mm. Classical Conversations believes that parents are the best teachers for their children. They agree with God. Mm. It Mm -hmm. says that in the Bible, actually. Uh, uh, Classical Conversations is committed to helping families. I just spit on my mic. There we go. Just I clean really, it up every, really, every week. Really, Toby? Yeah, just, week. No one can see Extra, that. There was like no one can see that. right there. It was bothering me. Yeah, bothering um, me. They help families homeschool successfully through high school. Their program offers community, accountability, and support, rich downloadable resources, tried and trusted learning framework with recommended assignments, yeah. uh, trained parent tutors. You say, I've never done this before. I don't know how to teach fifth grade science. They have tutors ready for you. Share the love of learning through a Christian worldview and fellowship with other families. Classical conversations, families thrive using three keys to a great education, classical, Christian, and 
community. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, we got a special show with Robert Borton's coming up in Do November. We? He's flying what? out to come into the I studio. I like that guy, man. man. Yeah, so you guys you hang play tight. rugby. Yeah, I, know. I know. I like it when rugby players run homeschooling companies. <laughs> yeah, just, ain't that the truth? I just, That's awesome. I just say that. I yeah. just trust that more. That's right. Yeah, I just, yeah. Seriously do. But, but, okay. Explain yeah. why, though. Because... Because they, it's they're grounded. Like you, you have to know the real world. That's right. Um, yeah. Not a, afraid to take or give a hit. People it's, push. It's it's masculine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and this is seriously one of the things that homeschoolers need to watch out for. Yeah, I've yeah. actually yeah. pointed this out. I'm just going to say it Do about it. homeschooling ads. Do mm. it. I don't like all those homeschooling ads. Always, always picturing the mom. Mm-hmm. Message. Where's the dad? Yeah. Come yeah. on now. That's right. If and I get it. I know mom's at home. Mom's doing a lot of the teaching. I get it. And she's helping a lot. I mean, I get it. So I don't mind some. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But if we're going to actually do the damage we need to do mm. to secular, unbelieving pagan culture, men got to lead. Yeah. Men right. are the are the are the headmasters of these schools. Yeah. And we need to be calling men, fathers, mm. husbands. This is your deal. Mm. Right. Yeah. Paul said, what did he say? Good. Fathers. Yep. Bring your children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Now, is he saying mothers have nothing to do with it? No. Well, I, I was in the NLT version of that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the NLT version? <laughs> parents. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> if your Bible says parents, throw, throw it away. Throw, throw it, it away. Right now, throw it away. Okay. That's all I got to say. That's it. You know, uh, uh, should we get a sermon? We're getting started. Right we're getting started already. One yeah. last thing. Is okay. that a certified cross-politic mug that you were pouring from? Uh, yeah. It's, it says, uh, uh, mm. what? what are you talking about? This? I'm, I'm, yes. This is the get this man a sticker. This is the we holy, have, the holy green bullet. It's not, it's not on the list <laughs> the of certified mugs. Toby's already on fire today. It's it the, the holy green. If you bullet. can't buy it from the store, it's not certified. Are you ready? Are you ready for me to move on? Are you ready? Or do you got, you got are one. You, ready? you said you have one more thing. Are you ready for me to move on? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you ready for news? Mm. Watch. I'm gonna put it right there. That's it. Oh, I see. Watch that. That's making him so mad. All right, so I was sort of joking, but not really, about CNN making a massive contribution to the Trump's re-election campaign. Yeah. But this last week, they did seven hours on CNN with individual Democratic presidential candidates on climate change. Which is why they lost to Baby Shark being played 185 times in a row. That's why I believe that. I thought that was real because seven hours. It's still on. They're still talking to themselves. We got a couple clips from, uh, and and this is, of course, is all surrounded by the Hunger Games 2020 and the socialism. It is time to walk away. Survival of the fittest. Mm. Towards something totally different. People are lining up for food. That's a good thing. I'm a hugger, I'm a kisser, and I'm a little bit of a sniffer. Raising the minimum wage does not hurt business, it grows business. So I'm proud of you guys. I am Spartacus. Oh, that's more so good. questions for Senator Kamala Harris. So let's go straight to an audience question now. Carolyn Corsant is a lawyer from New York, Senator. She has a question about the impact of certain foods on the environment. Um, just to give some context here, the United Nations says that cattle, livestock cattle, uh, contribute 14.5% of all human-produced greenhouse gases, which is an incredible <laughs> number. Carolyn, go ahead with your question. Thank you. Uh, climate change has been linked to, uh, to agriculture and the overconsumption of red meat uh, and also the overproduction of crops. Um, certain countries have changed their dietary guidelines uh, to reduce the consumption of red meat uh, in light of the impact of, of the climate change. Yeah. Uh, if elected, 
uh, are you, will you be supporting uh, change uh, in dietary guidelines? And then how will you plan on implementing the changes so that people effectively change their diets? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, and thank you, Carol, for your work and the question. Um, there is, I, I think of the, the point that you're raising in the, in, in a broader context, which is that as a nation, we actually have to have a real priority at the highest level of government around what we eat and in terms of healthy eating, because we have a problem in America. Um, and we can talk about all that we are now the subject <laughs> of this conversation. We can talk about um, the amount of sugar in everything. We can talk, we could talk about soda. We could go on and on. Yes, so the could. answer is yes. Um, but I'll also say this. We, the, the balance that we have to strike here, frankly, is about what government can and should do around creating incentives and then banning certain behaviors. I mean, just to be very honest with you, I love cheeseburgers from time to time. Uh-oh. Right? I mean, I, I, I just do. And, and I think that... Don't take um, my cheeseburger. And, but, there is, but there has to be also what we do in terms of creating incentives that we will eat in a healthy way, that we will encourage moderation, and that we will be educated about the effect of our eating habits <laughs> on our environment. And we have to do a much better job of that, and the government has to do a much better job of that. I can't. <laughs> what, what are those incentives called? Moderation means breadlines. Only two donuts because you got yeah. two hands. I'm going to eat all these donuts. How did, <laughs> just because of that. Show. How did we get to the point where the president or, or presidential candidates are talking about how many burgers you should eat? You know what? You know? I'm going to say this. That was ridiculous. <laughs> My mouth is right now. What you need to do is grab something that tastes good and that you love and that you yeah. enjoy. It's and just Sunday night. Eat it. Uh huh. To the glory of to God. To the glory of God. Yeah. And enjoy the Sabbath because right. these people are crazy. Go make some and mac you don't and cheese, know. bacon, and put bacon in it. And you don't know if she win if you're gonna be able to eat it again. <laughs> so what you need to do. Is enjoy some right now to glory God. Yeah. Well, ha- hang on. She's not done yet. Oh, what? Leaders what? have to lead. And plastic straws are a big thing. Right? Ah! Yeah. Do you ban plastic straws? I think we should. <laughs> yes. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. It's really difficult to drink out of a paper straw when you had, if you're just, like, if you don't gulp it down immediately, it starts to bend. Yes. And, then, and then, you know, the little thing catches it. And then, you know, but, so we got to kind of perfect that one a little bit. Do you see anybody <laughs> laughing in there? No one's laughing. Everyone's dead silent. They're serious. It's They're a like, process, right? You don't just. You ate a cheeseburger? Innovation is a process, but. Innovation is a process. I hate those cardboard straws. I, there's a restaurant in town, um, mm. and they bring out your your cup with a cardboard straw in it. And I mm. said, I, every time I go in there, I was like, "We please bring me a plastic straw." And they're like, "Okay, I go back, get me a plastic straw, and everything." What, what's funny about this, though, also is they're saying that nothing's funny about they're, this. They're, well, you know, nothing. <laughs> Ain't nothing funny. They're about saying this. that um, uh, the cardboard straws are somehow more environmental friendly. But cardboard straws come from trees, and so they got to cut down trees to get cardboard yeah. straws. Did you think about the rainforest? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and trees are uh, help clean the environment up with right. the air and bring more air quality. This is through just their processing. They did seven hours of this. Oh, all seven hours of this day long. So, uh, um, a who tweeted this? Toby. Uh, someone tweeted this and, and basically summarized this town hall saying, uh. They're going to take away your red meat. That's that's Pinko Pete. And Connie Harris said that. Back there. They're going to ban your SUVs and trucks. Yep. They're going to force you to drive electric tar- cars. They're going to tax you for spewing carbon emission. They're going to ban plastic straws. Kami. Uh, say yes to abortion for population control. We'll get there. We got that clip coming. 
end all coal jobs, eliminate GDP, and ban fracking. Okay. That's the summary of the the town hall. Here's the thing you need to hear with with all of this. This is the new, this is the new, like, Puritanism. Yeah. That's right. It's it's the Levitical law. I mean, you know, and and the real Puritans, of course, actually loved life and were party animals. Mm -hmm. Christian party animals. They came to the U.S., they planted churches, they started schools, and they opened up pubs. Right, but but the old narrative of the Puritans, you know, being these, you know, prudes and and cranks and fussers. You got seven hours of... Don't touch that. Mm-hmm. Don't eat that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Yep. Don't do that. Not good. Don't do that. Not good. Don't do that. Not good. Like these yeah. are like old school marks. No cheeseburgers. Right? No plastic straws. Right. No yeah. smoking. No drinking. No yeah. doing anything. Yeah. Right? That's what it is. Get taste off my not, lawn. Touch not, yeah. Right. It's yeah, taste well, not, touch not. And it's the it's a new form of godliness and holiness. And that's yeah. why I said she's confessing her sins. When yeah. she says, <laughs> Well, sometimes I like eat cheeseburgers. Yeah. 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 Well, sometimes. 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 But, yeah. but not too much. Not too much. Yeah. She did but we twice. still got a problem, right? Yeah. But this is this is a religion, and it's and this is the thing. When you substitute anything for God, you know, God just gives us ten rules, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as soon as you throw them out the window, you get thousands and thousands right. in their place. That's right. Right? And so when people say, I, you know, I don't know, theocracy, you know, God's law, it just seems so in, in, intense and mean. You mean like somebody's like taking away your straws, yeah, and you're like, yeah. but God said that sodomy was an abomination. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah. Wait, yeah. well, what do you want? Nat, Nats and camels? Yeah, what do you there? want? Yeah. Do you actually yeah. want freedom or not? Right. They don't know what freedom looks so, like because they they're blind. So yeah. Breadline Bernie wants to set up a line for having children. Good what? Evening. Human population growth has more than doubled in the past 50 years. That's a good thing. The planet cannot sustain this growth. I realize this is a poisonous topic for politicians, but it's crucial to face. Empowering women and educating everyone on the need to curb population growth seems a reasonable campaign to enact. Would you be courageous enough to discuss this issue and make it a key feature of a plan to address climate catastrophe? Well, Martha, the answer is yes. <laughs> and the answer has everything to do with the fact that women in Anderson the United Cooper States of too. America, by the way, have a right to control their own bodies and make reproductive decisions. Kiss the altar. And the Mexico City Agreement, which denies American aid to those organizations around the world that are uh, that allow women to have abortions or even get involved uh, in birth control, to me, is totally absurd. So I think, especially in poor countries around the world, uh, where women especially where they're brown and black have large yeah. numbers of babies, that's for real, and where they can have the opportunity through birth control to control the number of kids they have, something I very, very strongly. Uh, yeah, and the fact that the mainstream media is not flipping out over that kind of colonization, sanity, yeah, right? imperialism yeah. and yeah. colonization. Yeah. He yeah. is implying, not even implying. He's yeah. just saying straight up: third world countries don't know how to take care of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Third world women don't know how to take care of themselves. Yeah. It, it seems like we can find white supremacy in all the places that it's not. Oh. Instead of where it's For that, real. that right there yeah. should have been Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where is the? Where are the people marching here? Where are the people throwing paint here? Where's? Where's exactly. all the people upset about this? You're talking about killing black and brown people. And yeah. making, that is re- yeah. Us us old white guys in America <laughs> are gonna make sure you have the the chemicals so you can kill your babies. Yeah. yeah. So you can not thrive. So yeah. you're. So you're, I mean, and, and the thing is, is the population control thing is a complete myth. 
I yeah. mean, the, the population problem. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a complete right, right. myth. Um, I shared this on Twitter uh, this last week. Uh, somebody, God bless them, did this little visual where they took a cubic, they, they created this blue cubic building, the um, uh, side of uh, 1.07, uh, I think that's kilometers, um, that could hold all 7.3 billion humans mm-hmm. on the planet. Yep. Yeah. It would be the world's tallest building. Yep. Um, uh, and, and you have a couple of uh, buildings, the Empire State Building added for reference. So it'd be this, you know, gigantic, but the point being, we actually are not taking up that much space. Now, yeah. granted, we don't actually want to live in a building like that. No, it would be no, a no. pretty tight space. Yeah. Yeah. But right. the thing is, is you could fit all 7.3 billion humans on the planet in a cubic building in New York City. That's where this, this is yeah, in, yeah. in the middle of New York City. That's everybody. Yes, on the planet right now. Yeah, we are not even close to doing what God has actually commanded us to do, which is fill Fill the the planet. This is this goes to the fill it. What they're after is sustainability, which is actually what doesn't get you blessed. Well, that's what gets you in trouble. But it's not even sustainability. Well, that's what they're saying that it is. Yeah, right. but, this, but that's not what we're called to even. No. We're actually called to be fruitful and multiply, multiply. to take dominion. Right. Having kids is what actually creates the environment yeah. that we need, right. that, that, we, yeah. that we're yeah. trying that's to right. uh, Pe- People are the most valuable resource in the world. And yeah. for that's the right. earth. <laughs> for, that's, yeah. what, that's what I mean. For the earth, for the yeah. planet. Um, for business success, yeah. for agricultural success, but but also like notice uh, the optics that are going on here when Bernie's talking about population control and talking about controlling other populations. Yeah. Who's the leader? Yeah. A Bernie. White guy. Who's the power? An old right? white guy. Right. When, but when you're sitting here talking about other other populations and how they should be controlling their own growth, yeah. you're claiming supremacy. That's what you're right. doing. Right. And, in that, and yeah, that's absolutely. wicked. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's white yeah. supremacy. Yeah. Um, and it's not being called out. Yep. It's imperialism. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's um, yep. it's uh, what, what's the word? Uh, uh, what the? Oh, there's another word. Paternalism. That's another one. It's paternalistic. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I will be your father. Oh, sure. oh, yeah. right? that's oh. where it comes from. Oh, um, but yeah. it's but people are always saying that about Western culture, but only when it has to do with Christianity. Yeah, that's <laughs> if right. If Christian, yeah, yeah. if Christians want to go uh, preach the gospel. Yeah. Uh, to these other cultures and nations, mm-hmm. people be like, "Oh, that's paternalistic." You think what's you know what's best for them, yeah. and yeah. and Bernie stands up and says, "Let's get them birth control, so, and let's get them abortifacients, and let's get them abortions." Yeah. Yeah. Um, and everybody's like, "Yeah, let's do that. Let's yeah. let them kill their babies." Also, also notice both Kami and uh, when her when she was asked a question, and then Breadline Bernie when he's asked a question, they're like. The answer to that is yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. It gets your vote. You guys yeah, remember exactly. when we had um, Dr. Gordon Wilson on the show a couple years back? Yeah, um, yeah, if yeah. you haven't listened to that interview, there's two parts to it on YouTube okay. and on the podcast. You need to go listen to it because now if, if, if listen to all this stuff that's happening, especially with this town hall. I was thinking about the idea that they, the climate change issue has become a catch-all for everything. It's not just about climate change. It's about your whole life. Yeah. It's about the children that you have. Yeah. It's about the food that you eat. It's about mm-hmm. the house that you buy. Yeah. It's about the car that you drive. Yeah. It's holistic. It's not just yeah. stand right. in the area of climate change. Right. Yeah. And one of the things that they are seeing that's is the brilliance of it. That's, yeah. that's exactly yeah. right. That's right. It's, it's catching everything. Right. Yeah. And that's why it takes seven hours to talk about climate change because we got to talk about your whole life. Right. And so, but one of the things that Dr. Wilson brought up was that, you know, talking about climate change. He made a few caveats about this, like, okay, there, there might be something happening. We need to know if we're the cause of it. And then if also if we can fix it, it's a few things. But don't forget that God does judge his people environmentally. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. and, and what right. he yeah. does in that process is, is it's not that your carbon footprint 
is too big. It's that your sin is before him and it stinks. Mm-hmm. And so yep. what he does, he ends up judging yep. your land. Yep. Yep. And and he brought up Hosea uh, 4, was it? I think Hosea 4, which I have happen to have right here. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you, pre- it, it, did you it, prepare for this? I was listening to the good doctor. Oh, so shame if, on if, you. If you have shame. your Bibles, just go ahead and turn to Hosea chapter 4. Here it says here. Mm, thank you very much, brother. Uh, <laughs> Hear the word of the Lord, you children of Israel, for the Lord brings a charge against the inhabitants of the land. There is no truth or mercy or knowledge of the God in the land. Uh oh. (laughs) By swearing and lying, killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break all restraints with bloodshed upon bloodshed. Therefore, the land will mourn and everyone who dwells there will waste away. Listen to this. This is important. With the beast of the field. And the birds of the air, even the fish of the sea will be taken away. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need a smaller carbon footprint. We need to break our knees to God and ask him to forgive us for our sins. Paul says basically the same thing in Romans 8 when he says that the the creation itself groans in eager expectation for the redemption of the sons of God. Creation itself groans under the weight of our sin, of our faithlessness. And our, our lack of obedience and faith in God and his ways, which is has an environmental impact. That's right. It has, it, That's it, right. You know, faithful men and women who repent of their sins and turn to Christ become uh, fruitful people. Yeah. Um, they fill the earth with good things. They learn to steward God's creation faithfully and to use it well. Yeah. But in, in but what we do is when God leans on us mm-hmm. and he's he puts his hand heavy upon us, we turn to false gods. Yeah. It- we, yep, we turn exactly to idols. Right. That's yeah. exactly right. Uh, the, the idol of choice, the idol of the state. They keep the, reading in Hosea. So yeah. your, your adulterous yeah. self. That's the whole point Which of Hosea. Which just makes it worse. Uh, yep. Amen. Just makes it worse. Mm, so, and, and uh, during a break. You should be ahead. done like. Uh, and, uh, oh, we, have, we have Kyle oh, Mann coming oh, up next okay. from the Babylon Bee. All, right. All right. All right. Kyle Save Mann it. next on Cross Politics. We can say it for the third Save second. it. Save it. Classical Conversations supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum, local, like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical. Christian. Get connected. Get community. I was gonna do that too. Yeah. You, know, you got you started to get me do that. I was yeah. gonna do that too. I was gonna come, yell like Gabe. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, how come no one wants to do the cowboy? No, we just want to do. It's a great line. Hey, yeah. welcome back to Cross Politic on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. This segment is brought to you by those donuts in the middle of the table, which we haven't touched yet. Yeah, they smell really, really good, and uh, they're weak old donuts. Chocolate Knox just put them there. <laughs> They're days. They're just a day. Day old. I yeah. don't know. Hey, with us on the line, we are very grateful to have uh, Mr. Kyle Mann. Uh, Kyle, you uh, may know him because he was created in an orc spawning pit ah. beneath the Tower of Orthanc near the end of the Third Age. <laughs> did you did you I, snope check that? I just read what it says. Uh, wait, uh, did to- who wrote that? I don't know. <laughs> Saruman, it goes on. <laughs> 
the many-colored Drew, upon all his dark powers to imbue Kyle with the ability to write satire of semi-acceptable quality from time to time and also pillage many small villages in Gondor. Kyle mm. oversees and approves all the content posted to the Babylon B site oh. and writes a good bit of it himself. Kyle is also the author of How to Be a Perfect Christian, uh-huh. your comprehensive guide to flawless spiritual living. Must have a lot of empty pages in there. <laughs> and, um, and we were just talking to Kyle before we started recording. He, his side gig is also that he runs uh, Snopes. Oh. <laughs> mm, feed the machine. The Babylon Bee's invested in Snopes. Kyle, thanks for joining us on Cross Politic. Yeah, thanks for having me. You bet. So why why is the Babylon Bee continually violating God's law by breaking the eleventh commandment? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what we, we you know, we just really feel like God is calling us to do that. <laughs> He's putting it on our hearts. Put yeah, it on your hearts. Mm. There's like a burning in there's a burning in the bosom. Yeah. And, uh, mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling that, brother. Where I send my offerings to? It's it's amazing. Um, <laughs> you know, you guys have been around. I've been watching you guys grow for, over the years. Man, how how have you were you there at the beginning, Kyle, with um, Babylon B? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam Ford founded the site. He ran like a reformed webcomic. Yep. And uh, he founded it, and then I uh, I just started like emailing him like crazy all these articles, and uh, and started writing for him on on the, like the first day it launched back in March. Yeah, so I've been watching you guys for a long time grow. Did you guys ever think that you would be at this point when you started out? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, you know, Adam was kind of thinking it was going to be a side a side gig to his comic. You know, he kind of figured it was another way to add some cultural commentary, some political commentary, some current event commentary from a Christian perspective, and, and didn't really think it was going to be something. You know, it, it was one of those things where overnight it was, overnight it became his full-time Job, you know, and the and the web comic became ideal. Wow, that's incredible. So, has has Snopes been a helpful accountability partner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're one of those. They're kind of one of those annoying accountability partners, you know, that's always calling you in the middle of the night. And um, yeah, that, that's kind of how uh, that's kind of how they've been for us. But uh, yeah, they're they're uh, you know they 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 do a good job though, you know, keeping us accountable and making sure that. Uh, Making sure that we don't post too much fake news. Yeah, <laughs> too much fake news. Before you got on the line, I was reading. Uh, I was reading headlines from Babylon B, and um, and Chocolate Knox was sitting here being like, "But that's oh. true. That's true, right?" And I'm like, nope, "Nope, not that one." He was just reading not headlines. That. I'm like, "Oh wow, that's messed up." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> making him mad. But, but I, I totally believed it. I didn't think, "Oh, that's a joke." Like, right. I, I, so, it, so does Snopes have a point? Uh, do they have a point with when they fact check us? Yeah. Well, it seems like they've got, yeah, I, I don't know. They, they really come off like this, uh, like a guy who doesn't get a joke at a party. Right. Yep, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, that's true. Anyway, actually, a, a priest, a rabbi, and a minister did not walk into a bar together. You know, that's, that's Paul. Right. That's kind of their, that's, that's kind of how they come off. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, their whole thing is, when they started out, uh, fact-checking like internet hoaxes like weird emails your grandma would forward you and stuff. right <laughs> and uh and then and, you know i don't know another trying to apply that system to like checking satire and jokes and mm-hmm. I, I don't know it's really weird well, <laughs> now in the recent seem to in the recent uh snopes recently fact-checked you and like the new york times picked it up what happened what happened all there 
Yeah, they fact checked us, and that's the thing. And they fact checked us, and we never really cared because it it kind of made sense. Like, obviously, there's a lot of people out there that don't have a, a satire gene. You know, they <laughs> they can't under they don't understand it. They just don't get it. It's not true. You know, that's not, <laughs> and that's not our audience. But yeah, but when you see that get shared, you know, it gets shared on Facebook, and then and then your grandma sees it, and she's like, "What? You know, yeah. this can't be true." And she's like all mad about it. Yeah. And, th- and that's, that's where it comes from is that people then go send that to Snoke. Um, but recently, yeah, they fact checked us and, uh, and it, it, the fact check took on this like more insidious tone. Like they were saying that we're intentionally deceiving people and, and, uh, that they called our site a ruse, yeah. you know, and they filed us under junk news. You know, so it was this whole thing where all of a sudden it went from, oh yeah, this is just a joke. So like we are spreading fake news on purpose. So, you know, I read, I read an article, one of the headlines I read to, to talk just a minute ago was Netflix under fire for including straight character in new show. That's not a joke. That's real, right? That's, that's real, right? But that's what I'm saying though. It's like, so obviously the headline itself is not factually true, but you are saying something very true. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what that's why people get confused because Satire is a commentary on the truth, right? And and you do that by by you know creating this fictional narrative, this fictional world, and uh, and by and then we, we act like we're news reporters in this in this upside down world, you know, and we're reporting on it, and people see a reflection of what's actually going on now, you know, and th- that's that's what truth, that's what satire is. It's, it's like adjacent to truth, right? So so why should Christians care about this? Why should Christians um, want to use satire? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, we, we see it throughout the Bible. You know, we see the prophets using satire. We see Jesus using satire and sarcasm and, and contrast and humor to communicate truth, you know. Um, uh, some of the absurdities in Jesus' parables are clearly, you know, satire. Clearly, because what satire is, is it's exaggerating the truth, you know, so you can see yourself in that a little bit. And and uh, and Jesus did that a lot. I, I mean, I think it's, I think it's really important to have Someone who's able to step back and look at, at what we're doing in Christian culture and look at what we're doing uh, in the church and say, hey, you know, <laughs> not necessarily unnecessarily judging you for it, but saying, hey, uh, you know, let me hold up this funhouse mirror and yeah. show you yeah. how you look. Right. Right. So, so it seems like obviously, just like all good things, you could um, you could get it by the wrong end. You know, you could say, I want to be a man. And then you end up being this, you know, weird macho, you know, oppressor. Um, it, WWF is your idea of, of masculinity. In a similar way, you could get a hold of something like sarcasm and then you could actually become um, a real uh, jerk. <laughs> uh, and, and, and so if you're doing this right, if we're imitating Jesus and the prophets and the apostles, right, it should actually make us um, actually... Um, more godly, more holy, mm-hmm. um, and people, and you know, people want to actually be around us. Um, so, yeah. so you've been involved with this for a while. I mean, um, how have you seen this affect you, your personal life, your family life? Is is this is this making you a more godly man? Yeah, um, you know, it's been really interesting. I was actually in, I was actually in an entirely different industry when I started doing this, and I was just doing this on the side. And then I was able to, uh, I was able to quit and, and do it full time. So now I do the, you know, I wake up and I, I roll down to my garage and start writing jokes. So I think, I think, uh, overall being able to, um, 
being able to look at things like the political systems of our world and say these things are not these things are not ultimate. You know, these things are not eternal. Yeah. And yeah. being able to write jokes that make our kings, you know, and our rulers look silly. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I love it. I, I just, I love being able to not give any power to those things and give any credit to those things. Um, I do think you need to, you know, if you're writing satire, you do need to set up kind of limits or boundaries, right? Like, yeah. um, there are things that are sacred. And I think it's dangerous if we go, if, if, if we start writing satire that becomes cynical. Or if I'm looking at every situation and saying, oh, how, you know, how can I write a joke about this? Uh-huh. You know, that, I, I don't know. I think satire is a tool, right? And yeah, it's right. used to separate, separate what's true from, from what's not, what's eternal from what's not eternal. And so the problem with writing satire from a position that doesn't have any, anything that's sacred yeah. is you just become cynical. And so that's what, what we try to avoid. Well, and particularly like satire can be used in war effectively, like battle, cultural battles. And, and and so apply that to your personal life. Satire can also be used uh, used in a way to fight your own sin, yeah. make fun of your own sin, make your sin look silly. I, I like how he know. said, "Yeah, not giving power." Yeah, I mean, so th- yeah. that's the principle. It's like yeah. when you're able to laugh at evil right. in a certain way, you you um you're actually defanging it. Right. You're, you're actually um you know taking away its power and yeah and, and recognizing at a fundamental level level that. Jesus is Lord. Right. Kyle, this isn't a question. This is just, you can jump in here anywhere you want to. It's just an observation. I've always appreciated you guys because I feel like comedy and satire are kind of one of the last few prophets that people don't necessarily um, cancel, right? Like they, they don't cancel them out yet. They, they still have a ability to speak um, and, and get a it's pass, under attack. but it's under attack. Yeah, and and at yeah. one of the places you start to see it, I don't know if you've seen, I don't want to challenge your Christian card, so you don't have to acknowledge this, Kyle. Um, I hadn't seen it yet, but I heard that uh, <laughs> I heard that Dave Chappelle had a comedy thing recently on on Netflix, and some of the things that I seen popping up on Facebook. Yeah. Um, well, he he started going. You watched it on VidAngel. I did. I didn't. Actually, no, no. You wouldn't get any jokes on VidAngel. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't giving the Mormons my money. Uh, but well, one of the things that he went after was the pro-choice movement. Yeah. And he did it in such oh, a way man. that really, and I and I just saw the tweet of it honestly, and and. Honestly, and, and um, I, I watched and the what whole he, basically show. What he I said, can't recommend it, but you got to watch it. But, but, and basically, what he said was, "Listen, if I can, ki- if I can go and kill my child, don't be mad at me if I actually want to be a bum dad. Yeah, I don't want to pay for it. If I don't want to pay for yeah. him, you he know, said, when my he gets money, older, my choice, my money, my choice. And, yeah. and the the way he and Dave Chappelle isn't a Christian, right? He's he's not no, trying to proclaim no. Jesus Christ, no, but he was not. able to hit right at a nerve." Where people are totally fine with you having an abortion in that circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they're, they're not happy with you being a bum dad. Right. Uh-huh. And that is like the cardinal sin. You don't take care of your kids. Yep. Shame on you. Yeah. But you can kill them though. Right. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, and, yeah. I mean, comedy has been the, you know, comedians have been the high priests of, of the left for a long time. And, you know, the right has been used to being the butt of the joke. Mm. And uh-huh. so that special was, was hilarious because I don't know if you saw that clip where, uh-uh. He started. He started making. He started making fun of cancel culture, mm. and he was he was doing this impression. And he says, "Who am I?" And everybody goes, "Trump, yeah. you're Trump." And he's like, "No, I'm I'm you. I'm you guys <laughs> yes. trying to cancel comedians." Yes. And it was so funny because they just expected it to reaffirm yes. their position. Mm-hmm. But he was attacking them. You know, so I, I, comedy really can cut to that. And and yeah, it's just weird that comedy has become this like rally 
Like you, you expect a comedian to affirm everything you believe. Why, why is it? I mean, that's, you're exactly right. Why is it though that comedy and satire and humor has been the, you know, the, the priesthood of the left? And why is it that Christians so often expect to be the butt of the jokes? Why are we so bad at humor? Mm. Well, because we were so, we were so serious for so long. And, you know, obviously we're serious because we, because we believe in like the gospel. You know, we believe in things that are serious. Right. And we believe that in, in things that are, that do have eternal consequences. But the problem is that then we take our cultural trappings and we start mixing that in with the gospel. And then all of a sudden we're dead serious about, you know, wearing a suit on Sunday or something. Mm-hmm. You know, that becomes part of the gospel to us. And so it's really easy to make fun of the guy who's sitting there with his arms crossed saying, that's not funny, you know? Yeah. And that's why the left has been such an easy target recently because now they're the ones who are these. They're the you know, prudes. Crazy yeah, they're the prudes now. Yeah, and I, so they're they're easy to make fun of, and they don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think connected to that too is that Christians have fallen into the trap of just wanting to be nice. They think yeah. a good testimony to the world is being kind and, and being and nice, never offending anybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's what that's the realm of Christian comedy. Is I'm going to make a a, a, a a toothless joke about you know, worship leaders or something, but I won't talk about abortion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is absolutely right. So, so are you guys going to endorse a current democratic pre- uh, presidential candidate during the primaries? Uh Oh yeah. 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 Thanos. Oh, <laughs> who? Thanos. <laughs> like that. That was, that was quick. He was, that was quick. He, he already knew that was coming. Yeah. Um, you know, I was, I was wondering, um, when you guys are doing what you're doing, what, ha- so right now in the pro-life movement, People are trying to make people not want to swallow the reductio, so they set things up. So, like, hey, we just there's a clip about the eagle. Would you, um, gonna, yeah. Prager, you did this. Yeah, Prager, you did yeah. that. Where he's that's, like, hey, we're gonna play that let's, on the let's save segment. eagles. Yeah. Let's save yeah. eagles, right? Yeah. Um, so that's coming up. And then when they said, hey, do you want to save babies? They say, no, absolutely not. And they're and the shocking thing is that people are swallowing the reductio. The reductio. And so when you guys are doing your comedy, you're trying to get people to see. Doing the set, trying to get people to see that they are not getting what's going on. What do you do when people swallow the reductio? <laughs> yeah, you see that a lot. You know, we'll do a joke that'll point out hypocrisy, and you'll get, you know, we'll get the left riled up or or the right riled up, and yeah. they'll, you know, they'll comment, "No, yeah, yes, this is exactly what I believe." <laughs> you know, without any irony, or like, and yeah, so, like, okay, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you try to make it as crazy and, and exaggerated as possible. So it's such a caricature that no one could possibly believe it until you know, there are people. who Somebody would be that. like, that's me. Yeah, but I mean, but what do you do yeah. with that? Because that's that like takes the comedy out know, of it. Huh? Well, and how, do you, how can you make a point? Well, you want if everyone's say, swallowing the reductio. Yeah. Like, well, you, want you can't make say, a point anymore. You want them to say, oh, man, that's actually good. I didn't think about that. that yeah. You got me. You got me on that. Yeah. But when they swallow the reductio, you, you yeah. almost feel like, do I just keep jabbing at it until you, you know, submit? Yeah, well, we found that most people you know, we'll, we'll be able to chuckle and mm-hmm. then, they, then they reflect on it a little bit and go, you know, okay, yeah, I, I see some of that hypocrisy, but you know, they're able to justify it in some way. Um, so I, I think the bulk of, of people get, you know, yeah, okay. There's a little bit of hypocrisy. But even I, you know, when I read satire, like from the onion, that's making fun of Christians, you know, or it's making fun of whatever my position is on something. Sure. It's like, I, you know, I, I'm able to laugh at it and go, Oh yeah, there, there is a little bit of hypocrisy there. You know, how can I how can I adjust my beliefs to account for that, or is it something where I need to adjust, you know, how I'm living? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have, have you guys seen anybody come become a Christian because of your work? 
Um, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, we, we get a lot of emails from people from, from people, you know, what we mostly get is people saying, um, you know, that they're Christians who have been very, like, depressed or anxious or, uh, you know, just have been so discouraged by yeah. what's going on in the political landscape. And they're, and, and, and they appreciate being able to, being able to laugh. So, and I think that's the majority of what we do is, like, encouragement for some people. Yeah. One of the, one of the last things I just wanted to point out, and I, I think it's just, it's important not to miss because I think not only um, is it important to laugh, but we want to be building Christian culture, not just running from That's our right. enemies. Yeah. And, and so often Christians have this defeatist mentality and, and we do this in business. We do this in education. We do this in politics. We do this across the board frequently um, because frequently we are having our, our lunches handed to us. But, yeah. um, but one of the success stories in with the Babylon B is just how successful you guys have been as a business. I mean, yeah. and, and as mm-hmm. a and as a as a cultural institution. I mean, when you have you know New York Times and Snopes, um, you know, having these public Re- reporting re- on you guys, reporting on it. I mean, I mean, this yeah. it's a this is a very very significant cultural um, pillar. And praise God for that. And, and so, I guess you know, last question would be, um, how do you encourage Christians to be excellent? in their callings and in their businesses um you you guys are striving for excellence in political and cultural commentary and satire and god's blessed it what's your word to people who are in you know software engineering and uh, education and and other um lines of work what's your encouragement to them i mean i i was there i was in the construction industry in this crazy high-paced uh fast-paced uh, industry for like 12 years and I was just beating my head against the desk every day because it was so hard and was, there was so much stress. But I was very, I was very successful at what I was doing. Um, and I think it was, it was literally just every morning going, God, you know, let me do this not for my crazy boss, you know, but let me do this for your glory. And I, I know that sounds like busy, but I mean, for me, that was, that was the only way I got through in my, in my, uh, in my discouraging, depressing, uh, negative yeah workplace um and that's it's the same thing i do now i mean it's just god you know that, i i know our i know our site looks like it's super planned out but it's like i wake up in the morning and go you know god give me a funny joke to tell today yeah <laughs> i don't have any ideas you know <laughs> that, that's basically, yeah. yeah that's basically what we do and that so i don't i don't have, this, have these lofty ambitions like our site is amazing or it's like you know impact culture it's just like you know one joke at a time let's Mm. You know, let me communicate truth. Faithfulness. That's, that's that's really Faith, faithful in the little things. Yep. And, and God will give you much. And, and, and recognizing, yeah. too, that, I mean, even when you, uh, you know, God gives you a, a, a level or measure of success, there's still a grind. Yeah, absolutely. And, even and, more so. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and right. maybe the weight, weight's even heavier. And so you learn to yeah, cry out to God for the faithfulness to grind that out faithfully. Yeah. Kyle Mann from the Babylon Bee. What's the website if we want to read some of those wonderful satire jokes that you have there? Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> Babylon B.com. Oh, right. oh, oh, that's d- it. That's, that's just that simple. There you go. All right. Hey, Kyle, thanks for joining us, man. More cross politics when we come back. If you need a little red meat in your diet, Pastor Doug Wilson. The one thing needful, as C.S. Lewis once argued, is represented by a Middle English word, salampna, which expresses something which is desperately needed in our worship. On either side of this salampna, we have this error or that one. 
Either we are right out there on the cutting edge with worship teams, the thumping band, and all the rest of it, or we are content with our lazy afternoon orthodusty. If the preacher were ever to whack the congregation with one of those things you use for cleaning rugs, the cloud of dust would look like it had been raised by Jehu's chariot. To enjoy more red meat of this kind, check out the podcast on iTunes or for more blogging of this particular nature, blog and may blog at dougwills.com. Kind of sticks in your teeth, don't it? After all that, you played that one? (laughs) You were like messing around with different ones. I was kind of getting excited. Yeah, but now I really threw you off, didn't I? Man, if you haven't joined the club after that Babylon Bee interview, come on now. Welcome back to Cross Politic, where the music is the same. This is Ben. (laughs) (laughs) For a long time. Okay. Uh, I see what we're doing. On the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Are you gone? Are you you, you gone? Yeah. Welcome back to Cross Politic. Mm. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. And thanks to our club members. Hopefully you're sitting there on your your back porch, drinking something special. Is this vodka? It's just water. It's just water. I hope this is vodka. Uh, This is water. Um, Wow, yeah, that was a great great conversation with Kyle. I'm really grateful for those guys at at Babylon B. And uh, I and I'm I'm praying really that a lot of Christians see that you know don't take the victim card. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's right. Facebook's algorithms got me down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I know they got algorithms, and I know you got to figure it out. But you know, if Babylon B can make it, you can make it. Yeah. yeah. You know, do your business of the glory of God. Win. Yeah. yeah. Right? right. Build something. Beat the onion. Beat the onion. Yeah. Yep. One of those two is. Like, we're trying to be Fox. Some joy. Yeah. Have some and, joy. Yeah, you gotta yeah. and, and I mean, yeah, little small faithfulness, faithful yeah. in the little things, yeah, and lots of joy. Yeah, laugh while you do it. Yeah, laugh while you grind. That it. messes people up. Yeah, that really yeah. does because you know that nothing you do in the light of the resurrection, nothing you do is for in vain. Right. Yeah. First Corinthians fifteen, right? right? Therefore, because of the resurrection, yeah. right? Don't grow weary in doing good. Yeah. yeah, everything you do matters. He's he's establishing your work. It's seed going in the ground. It's going to be fruitful. That's right. Um, and loving God and loving know. your neighbor is not troublesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's, yeah. Having children, having changing children, diapers, yeah. teaching them to Go love Jesus. Your kids, if you have children, start a business, start a school, be faithful in your church, love mm-hmm. your neighbor, run for office, whatever it is that God calls you to do, it, do it with joy in your heart. Okay, so Prager. Uh, Prager you, you guys know Prager you. Oh, yeah. they're, they're in a lawsuit with YouTube right now. Also, mm-hmm. also doing business. Also, also good doing work. business. Uh, they went to a park uh, this last week to uh, get signatures to combat uh, killing baby eagle eggs. Yeah, yeah, baby eagles. Yeah. yeah. And and here's what happened. Best of luck. I hope you save the eagles. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we actually, let me just talk to you real quick. We have one other petition about stopping the killing of humans too. Oh my god. Like babies, stop the killing of babies. <gasps> I hate like killing you, of babies. Right? Like you hate you hate abortion. We want to protect their rights too, even though being like unborn. Wait, so I know no, if you would want to. I wanna, don't agree with that. You don't agree with that? No, I'm like I, I'm pro-abortion. Sorry. Ooh. What's wrong with you people? Ooh. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Oh, so yeah, talk about camels and gnats. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. the baby. I hope you save the baby eagles. Oh, I'm pro abortion. Yeah. yeah. That's right. But the, what about the baby babies? What about the baby human beings? I, I'm not going to lie. These are starting to get old to me. 
Yeah, right. These, I mean, these really are. (laughs) We talked about this two years ago, and we even talked about it with with Kyle. They're swallowing the reductio, and they're fine with it, which makes me feel a lot more concerned for them because it's telling me they have no ability to really reason. No, no. Right, no, no, no. The, the reasonability is, uh, is just completely no, no, shattered. No, it's, this is this is just pure emoting. That's right. It's just emotions, and it's and it's rivalries, and, and I think this reduces really to gang violence. Mm. That's right? exactly right. right. I mean, so just exactly for, for, right. for example, um, another example of gnats and camels and the insanity we live in. San Francisco this last week branded the NRA, the National Rifle Association, as a domestic terrorist organization. It's just insane how do, how do how do they reason that they like guns their city board voted on this they have they they support guns chocolate knocks yeah. yep. that means right. they're terrorists mm-hmm. it also means that they're white supremacists and they're racists bigots and they're homophobes. fascists and yeah. I, I have my concerns about the nra but i would never label those right. tags on them okay hold that hold that okay i got hold it. that already okay. here's another one that's really fun NRA, okay okay AOC. Oh no! <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and uh, and her squad. What, okay. what, what are their names? Elon <laughs> Omar. Yeah. We are you Legion. Know. Is that what Rashida Tlaib? Uh, I can never remember the fourth one, yeah. but I can remember Thanos. No. Uh, they they, uh, they they tweeted out this last week um, links to raise bail money for Antifa or Antifa thugs who are in jail. Uh, it, that was in the New York, was it? In, um, or the Boston? This was in uh, Boston. Okay, so in yeah, Boston yeah. there yep. was this straight pride, straight yeah, pride parade. I, right. I think you said that wrong. Straight pride parade. No, it's gay pride. It, <laughs> are you done? Comedy's always in threes. <laughs> straight pride parade. Oh, right. Are you serious? So Ant- Antifa goes Shows up, up, yeah, and gets in a fight with cops. Gets arrested. Wait, were the cops the one doing the parade? No. Oh, okay. The cops are just there to keep the peace. Okay. Okay. And, like and what this, cops do. The straight pride parade had <laughs> permits. Yeah, they we're got to come after you. It was a legal public, yeah. you know, straight pride parade. parade. Yep. And Antifa comes out, attacks cops, and they and and they get arrested because yeah. that's what happens if you attack cops. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's right. Kinda, right? Yeah. right. And um and AOC and the and the and the Legion are are raising money to help bail those those patriots Antifa. out. Wow. Yeah. All right. Right. Now, here's the thing. So that's not surprising. Though. Hold, hold these things together. Okay. So San Francisco says that NRA is a is a domestic terrorist organization and, and racist and blah blah blah. And, and AOC, yeah. well, well, by extension. Yeah. And AOC is raising money to be supporting Antifa thugs. Right. Like, to bail them out because they're the real patriots. Right. Now, Antifa or Antifa stands. It's short for anti-fascist. Mm-hmm. Because okay. they're against fascism. They're against fascism. Obviously. <laughs> but this is the thing. So there's a history of this. It's it's not a it's not a movement. I mean, I'm just gonna quote Tabidi here. It's not a movement. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. It ain't good for him right now. It's not a movement. But it is. But there's a bunch of um sort of local charter organizations that are come together and gathered under one idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> one of the biggest ones is Rose City. Um Portland, 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 Oregon, Portland, because yeah. they had a, eight hours away, something like that. Yeah, just over here on the on the on the coast. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it actually this whole the, the name Antifa it rose out of um, resistant movements um, in the um, 30s 
uh, and 40s yeah, 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 yeah. Um, during the real rise of fascism in Italy and Nazism right, in Germany, right. which yeah. is all basically the same thing, by the way. Fascism and Nazism, basically the same thing. Yeah, right. Different nationalistic right. spins. Yeah. Okay. And basically the same Emphasis as communism. Yeah. All yeah. Basically socialism. The same. It's all yeah. basically yeah. the same. Nazi, yeah. Isn't Nazi like national socialist or something yeah. like that? That's what it, it stands is, yeah. for. Yeah, so, yeah. But, there, but, but when you have, um, it, it's basically um, a group, though, that's willing primarily to use physical force and violence yeah. in response to what they see as physical force and violence. And, and in, so in well, Germany, well, not even and they, that, would, though. they would not be even. violent in well, Germany? I mean, I, I, are, you, are you saying they'd be violent in Germany like talking, and wait, wait. Italy? Yeah, even, in response. So you got yeah. Nazis. You're talking about then at that time. So starting yeah, yeah, yeah. then, you got Nazis coming in and yeah, rounding yeah. up Jews and taking them off and yeah, yeah. gassing them, right? Yeah. It, was, it was a form of defense. And you got yeah. you got the same thing going on in Mussolini's um, Italy, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, using violence and coercion, yeah. and they really were oppressing um, Jews and other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True fascism. And being wicked. Yeah. Absolutely wicked. Well, in response, Understandably, you've got these move, various underground movements yeah. to use force and violence as necessary to to stand against them. The idea was to okay. be defend yourself. Ultimately, yeah. that was yeah. their idea. And but the concern I have is, I mean, I, and this is just an open question. I don't even know for sure, but it doesn't look to me like most of those cell groups were initially were are grounded in biblical principles. Oh, I don't yeah. think so. I, sure. I think this is more. Uh, I mean, there might have been some like I don't know. Was Bonhoeffer? You know, who, who was part of a plot to assassinate yeah, yeah, Hitler? I mean, yeah, was yeah. That, would that have been considered Antifa in those days? Yeah, I don't know. That's I, a good question. Um, you know, but I think for the most part, a lot of them were understandable defensive moves, yeah, yeah, but yeah. primarily grounded on more humanistic yeah. or um, oh, anarchic reactionary, reactionary yeah, right. uh, principles. Yeah. Um, anyways, it comes over to America post-World War II in the civil rights movement. S- fascism? <laughs> Anti-fascism. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, yes. Um, the, no, but you have. Um, but I mean, I mean, yeah. Actually, we had it in the forties. Liberal the 30s. fascism. Read it, Jonah Goldberg. We yep. said yes, it like a yeah. hundred times. Woodrow on the Wilson. Show. That's yep. not our book plug, by the way. Um, no. The um, but yeah, it was. It's in the air. Yeah, but especially in the civil rights movement, you have the same uh, impulse coming over, and you got the KKK, for yeah. example. You know, firebombing black churches. Right, 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 right. And Jim Crow and all this stuff going on and people really being violent and wicked. Yeah, yeah. Real white supremacists. Yeah, right, right. And so in response, the human instinct is punch back. Yeah. And so you got certain people um, fighting back. Well, I think in the civil rights movement, though, I wouldn't consider them anti-fascist at that point. Because but, some, but some of them did. I think what you have, though, is a merger of two different movements. You have the civil rights movement and then you have, um, what's his name? Um Malcolm X, yeah, well, that's who what, was the other side of that, who both felt they were being pushed against right. and they pushed back differently. Right, exactly. Martin Luther it, King. No, that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. I think so, there's two different movements yeah, coming so, out of so that. So Antifa is, but again, is always has this strain. may not be universal, but it's a strain of Absolutely. we will use force and violence to yeah. get our way. And so you have Malcolm X. Yeah. And then in the 80s, you have a rise. You actually had a rise of white supremacy. Yeah, in yeah, addition, yeah. outside of KKK. Yeah. Nice. Got to sample that something. Look at that. Yeah. Um, but you got neo Nazis and skinhead movements in yeah. the 80s. Yeah. And so, and, and they were sometimes violent. Yeah. yeah. And so, in response, you've got Antifa coming back at them, yeah. saying, we're going to use force and violence to protect ourselves and defend ourselves. Yeah. Or but, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you, like, even even on the, on the um, gang side of things, I mean, that's yeah. kind of, um, that's violent. And, you know, Bloods and the Crips and. Um, yeah, that's just not how they. It, but I think that was just more local turf. No, actually, stuff. it was defensive. It was it was protection. It was yeah. neighborhood protection, but less ideological. Uh, not necessarily. It but was attached to some of the stuff some that was happening in the culture. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. but anyways, Antifa yeah. gets in the news in 2017 at the Charlottesville. 
And they had been Dang. busy way before that. Oh, yeah. No, they were on college campuses right, making no. a name for right. themselves. So this is all Antifa rising. Was on college oh, campus? yes. Oh, yes. What college Dude, Milo is... and, and, um, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Ben yeah, Shapiro right. were constantly a target right. of Antifa. Yeah, yeah UC yeah. Berkeley uh, and Antifa was uh, – yeah. so Ben so – oh, anyway. So it's it was, all yeah. growing. Yeah. It's all growing. Yeah. And again, part of this – all of this goes back to as a culture abandons the gospel solutions mm. to conflict yeah. and hurt and violence and real wrongs and justice – you it this a culture descends in, into yeah. gang wars into yeah. anarchy and violence in, 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 and into gang mobs wars. Yeah, and so right. you remember there was a, a move to pull down a robert e lee statue in charlottesville virginia yeah. in 2017 yeah. right. there was a, a march that was organized a protest that being pulled down and, yeah. and again that was a legal protest so they yep. got their permits for it in, in and, charlottesville and tifa shows up it gets violent. Yeah. Um, Someone died. And, and there was a, eventually there was a car that was driven into a pile of people yep. Yep. And, and someone died. Um, and then most recently though, we've had this violence erupting in Boston at the, at the straight pride, pride parade. parade. Yeah. And then in Portland, yep. we also just had a big uh, deal. There was a, there was a protest there. Uh, the Patriot Patriot prayer. I think Patriot prayers yeah, is what they're called. I'll make sure uh, but it's like, you know, I don't know, sort of a, some kind of like celebrating oh, America. Open air preachers um, who are basically standing ultimately against Antifa was basically what they were doing. They were trying to okay. show that these guys were violent so, and, my, and weren't peaceful. Right. This is my question. Like, are these so are these protests like straight pride and patriot prayer? Like, are they are they on our team? I want to I want to separate those two. Uh, yes, patriot prayer. Yeah. Um, are they on our team? I, I don't think the people who are doing the straight pride are. Okay, but, but they're kind of possibly co-belligerents. Okay. <laughs> Um, they're, they're basically trolling. They were, they were they're trolling they were, the, the yeah. gay pride. Yeah, the yeah. gay pride. Right. And, and so if you look at their page, they're basically using the exact same language, but talking about it as straight. And it's all inside of the critical theory idea, yeah. which is that the way you get power now is be a minority group yeah. or uh, right. a, an underrepresented or a victim group right. or, a victim or whatever. Group. Yeah. And so they're yeah. basically saying, hey, straight okay. people are yeah. victimized because we don't have a voice for us. And so. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I think those guys, they wouldn't consider themselves trolling. I think they, they yeah. kind of take themselves serious, but they're playing around. So watch what's happened here. Watch, yeah. watch what's happened here. So it's it's one thing to say, you know, look back at fascism in Italy or Germany and say, okay, how do you respond to that? Yeah. yeah. And maybe trying to infuse biblical principles of, of just <laughs> put, resistance. Put some accountability okay, around that's it. That's one thing. <laughs> yeah. But now we have massive problems because the definitions of racism and white supremacy and fascism have basically been de- been defined as whatever Trump's doing. Yeah, basically, yeah. I'm a I'm a white supremacist. Wait, wait, wait you mean me? <laughs> Both of us. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they're defining yeah. it now. That's what that's part of the problem. I, I, yeah. The way they're defining, um, and and they're doing this thing that I think Vody talked about this when he talks about the three ways they convert is they um, the, jam. They, yeah, the first one is is um sympathy the second one is they jam you then they convert you mm-hmm. and i think that antifa is kind of in the jamming process right now they're saying we hate white supremacy we hate um uh, white nationalists who are trying to promote kkk but what's been infused into that definition is basically is, whatever cnn says is white supremacy well what's been infused to it is all the christian ideas right so they what, what christian ideas so, so what they've infused inside the idea of what fascism is what white supremacy is yeah. is is um heterosexual yeah, marriage yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is whatever the bible says um, yeah. it's all the things that yeah. we believe as christians and so they're identifying all those things now yeah. as white supremacy white nationalism uh anti-people yeah. anti- so, so, so when when sister theology graduate of westminster seminary stop bringing, her, stop bringing her up on the show <laughs> when she decries the amazon forest fires as environmental racism yeah right you have to understand that if you believe in biblical marriage 
and are pro-life and want to have a lot of kids and you want to baptize them. Yeah. You're a racist and you're yeah. a white supremacist. Yep. You're causing the Amazon forest fires. That's right. right. You, know, you wicked terrorist. Right. And that's how NRA gets up. I yeah. think ultimately gets identified as a terrorist organization. You know, one of the one of the biggest problems, I think Tom Maskell, who is one of the authors of the social justice statement, said, they said the reason I hate social justice movement yeah. is because it gets in the way and blurs the line of what real justice looks like. Right. And what this is doing right. is it's it's when Sister Theology, she should know better than this. To call environmental, yeah. uh, call racism. it environmental racism yeah. Yeah. makes light of the thing. Right. There is real racism out there. Right. There are real issues out there. And because Amazon is burning, that's not racism. But, but what you need to see, connect these dots. So what Tom Askell and those guys are going after is social justice. Yeah. And saying, look, there's a movement here. And you say, no, there's no movement. There's no, okay. uh, no, 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 look. It's connected directly to the same people who are identifying NRA as a terrorist organization. Yeah, right. Sista Theology yeah. is pushing the same ideology right. that AOC, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's muted. It's got Bible verses on it. Yeah. It's, you know, whatever. But, the, you know, Antifa is basically, though, the violent arm of that same right. movement that's redefined um, justice. That's redefined racism. That's yeah. redefined it all. And it's and it's redefined it basically though according to um, whatever is not biblical. So Antifa would say they would be the correctional arm of the liberal movement. Yes. That's like why AO- police. AOC right. sees them as patriots. Yeah, yeah that's right. right. And, that's- and, you know, unofficial. You know, we're not complete. We're not condoning the violence. Yeah. But when they use a baseball bat against somebody who's wearing a Trump supporter hat. Yep. Yeah, that's well, right. You know, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah it's okay. I mean, that, that's it's okay the there. excuse. Yeah. I mean, their, their yeah. hatred is causing violence. I mean, we watched that video. Yeah. Trump's killed more than, than, than Stalin. Stalin. Stalin and yeah. On what Mao. planet? <laughs> yeah. What really bothers me about the, in my heart, I've watched a lot of Antifa stuff. My heart really does go out to these guys because I think what Antifa actually is, is what the Gothic um, movement in the, was in, back in the day. I think it's an evolution of that. That's interesting. Um, That's interesting I think it's theory. The, when you look yeah. at them, what you start seeing is fatherless children, yeah. children oh, who haven't been loved on, certainly. and they're trying to figure out now how to get power, how to get some make sense of the world, even well, looking for um, identity, looking for looking, absolutely looking for meaning. Everything that you lose in having a dad yeah. is what they're trying to get yeah. in what they do. Yeah. And 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 what's really interesting, there's yeah. a guy inside of the Antifa movement who was really trying to break up a fight. He didn't want to hurt anybody. And one of the people, one of the guys who was uh, conservative on the on the issue, um, his wife pulled out a gun and shot him. Shot the Antifa. Shot guy. the Antifa guy. Okay. And it was amazing hearing his story because he's telling where this happened. I, I believe it was. Uh, I can't remember where it was. Okay. All right. Sorry, I can't cool. remember. Where That's it was. right. Um, but he's telling. Um, it might have been in Portland. Yeah. But he's telling. Um, the the prosecutor. I don't want them tried, and I'm not going to press charges because I don't think the judicial system is actually a way to get justice, and we have mm. too many people in Ooh. prisons. What I want to do is I want to actually reconcile with them face to face. Wow. And let's work it out that way. Yeah, and I heard that and I'm like, okay. Who's in? Right. <laughs> I don't think all of them are like this now, yeah, but, but I think right. that there's a, a, a faction that's there that are like that right. and that we can get to. Right. And, and actually, you know, well, so and, I, and on the flip side, of course, I, you know, that's why I asked the question, are these, are these protests, the American, uh, the Patriot prayer yeah. and, and yeah, yeah. are they on our team? I think those guys are. Yeah. But the thing to note, I mean, because in the news, it's all painted as white supremacy and racism. Yeah. yeah right. A white nationalists or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it, and I think the thing is, is that there really are some yes. skinheads and neo-Nazis right. and white supremacists in some of those 
uh, marches and protests. Yeah, yeah that's right. Who want Robert E. Lee statues up because, because they actually think because they're racist. Because they're racists, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but there are a lot of other people in the mix here who are saying, no, we just understand that this country was founded in Christian principles. There's a lot of sin here. But nevertheless, God's blessed us immensely. We believe in Christian marriage. Yeah, we believe that one man should marry one woman, have a pile of kids, raise them in the nurture and admonition yeah. of the Lord, um, tell the truth, you know, work hard. But that's, I don't like, the reason I don't like this narrative is because that always seems to be the loudest thing that comes from the Antifa movement. They're white nationalists over right. there. And I think right. that they're right. In some senses, there are. But are you pro-life? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Do you care about how many black babies are dying every day in your right. state? That's yeah. right. You have a number count over here that's far higher than any white nationalist over here. Right. So that's I, right. I don't think that it, I think that that narrative has been played so loud that it's easy for us. Like we don't like that, and we know we have a trigger for that. Right. Mm-hmm. And we become numb to the idea of life in the womb, and we don't say, "But these guys are killing right. millions of babies, or support the people who that's kill right. millions of babies." Right. Even in this group, the guys who are leading it, like um, Patriot Prayer, those guys are not white nationalists. Right. But white nationalists might be a part of them, and so what they're saying, you sympathize with right. white nationalists. Well, who are you sympathizing with? Right. Well, right. I, I want right. to say, I think what, what, what is the most wicked aspect about this whole definitional game that's going on, yeah. they're saying, yeah, anybody who wears a MAGA hat's racist. But what is, uh, but what they're actually doing with the definition is they're actually part, they are the definition. They're buying critical I mean, theory. They're buying critical theory, but they are the racist. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you point to things like abortion when you're killing, yeah. when you have no problem with abortion, yeah. you're the racist. Well, right? when you're you forcing know? somebody. When you're breadline Bernie. Talking about right. population control, you're the racist. Yeah. You know, killing like, the black and brown babies that, that's, in that's, third world countries. That is what racism is. Right. But when Imago Day has been diminished to the point where you feel like the only way to communicate with this group of people is to push violence on them. Baseball bat. That's what Antifa is saying. They have said this is their words. We feel like the only way these only thing these people understand on the this side. Yeah. Is violence. And so we're not trying to kill them, but we want them to be pushed back. We're going to punch back. And so we have to punch them, hit them to drive them out. Because they think they're animals. Yeah. 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 And they're not. They don't think they can be reasonable. Right. And this is what happens when you, when you, when you abandon the word of God. That's right. The standards of God allow us to make the careful distinctions that actually need to be made. That's right. Real justice, equal weights and measures, recognizing that every human being is made in the image of God. Yeah. Um, that the blood of Christ cleanses us from all sin, makes us new, makes us men and women, yeah. and then calls us into families. Yeah. And this is our book review. This is our book recommendation yeah. for you. You say, what do I do? What you need to do is go buy this book now. That's right. Okay. Go the, do the it. Household Amazon. And yeah. the War for the Cosmos by C.R. Wiley. It's a short read. You can read it in one afternoon and then you can read it again the next day, yeah. mm-hmm. which is you probably need to do. Uh, also recommend his book, Ban of the House. Yes. But, but this one is, is buy both of them. solid. Yeah. Household and the War for the Cosmos will mess with your head in the right way. And it calls you into the war. But, yes. But it calls you into the war with um, understanding. Yes. Like, you know, this this is not about just sticks and stones and 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 you know little um, skirmishes in the streets. Yeah. No, make a difference by actually getting in tune with the way God made the whole universe. That's right. Come okay? on now. Um, yeah. and, and, and so, and this has to do with finding your identity um, in the image of God. Yeah. Finding your identity in Christ as a man, as a woman, mm-hmm. then getting married. Yeah. Seeing marriage yeah. as warfare that's yeah. right um, yeah. having that's right. babies they're arrows that's right um and and one of the great connections that he makes i'll just i'll, I'll stop here okay um is in ephesians 5 it's all about 
It's all about the family, you getting it, married, go the gospel, yeah. in, in, in marriage, the way the man loves his wife sacrificially, the way a woman submits to her husband mm-hmm. as the church does to Christ in all mm-hmm. things, the way that children obey their parents yeah. and the way that parents raise their children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, right. the way even servants submit to masters and Preach masters um, lead and direct their servants. And again, think about this in all the ways, in, in your business dealings and the way yeah. you work in the public square. And then what does he say? Finally. Put on the full armor of God mm-hmm. yeah. that you may be able to stand in the in that day, that you may be able to fight against the principalities and powers Amen. in dark places. Right? Amen. The thing that he points out that's so glorious and wonderful and true is you say, what do I do? What can I do against Antifa? What can yeah. I do against these um, these fussy cranks that right. are running for the Democratic national you know, <laughs> yeah. election? What can right. I do? What you can do is love your wife. Yep. Right. Make her more like Jesus. Yeah. Teach her. Wash her in the word. Yes. Amen. Submit to your husband. Respect to him. Respect him. Speak highly of him. Follow his lead. Children, obey your parents. You want to get on the fight? You, you want to change the world? Yeah. Obey yeah. your parents yep. in the Lord for this is right. And, and notice what Paul says. But this is the first commandment with the promise. All you Baptists, you got a problem with this verse. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it right now. Okay. Because <laughs> Paul yeah. says the promise of the land yep. applies to Gentile kids. Figure that out. Right? Figure uh, that out. Where's that coming connection right. coming from? It's because yeah. Jesus owns the whole world. That's Amen. right. Right? Yeah. You're done? I was waiting for you to close it out. I'll, I'll just say one last thing because that was good. <laughs> I, I actually don't need to tell him into that. Do I just want to say this, though. There is something amazing and supernatural in the common means of, yeah. of obedience. This is the this you is know? the little obedience. Yeah. It's That's amazing right. that changing a diaper can change yeah. the world. Kyle right? was praying every day, right? Come on. Be faithful in this. Yeah, that's Be right. faithful in this. Uh, Laugh in this. Read a story to your two-year-old. Yeah. I told my wife, I said, I wish we would have um, known this before we got married. Yeah. Because what we would have done with our marriage yeah. would have been completely different, yeah. understanding that this is how the cosmos from, has changed. From the beginning. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so I don't think it's a light. I love what he says in the book. There's so many things, good things to say about this book, so I hope you've already bought it. But I love what he says, that when a family that is submitted to the lordship of Jesus Christ, they are a reflection of his authority from heaven on earth. Yes. Yeah. And that is powerful. Yeah. And th- this is why. Is this powerful. is the only Amen. thing that really explains the complete liberal freak out. That's right. Of, Again, a, of, a, the of a woman who says, yeah. I want to be a wife and a mom. And submit to yeah. my husband. Yeah. And, and I <laughs> want to make dinner. Yeah. And I want to have lots of kids. Yeah. yeah. Right? And the liberals and shriek. Yeah. Why? Because I think they know that right there is the center. They've lost the battle right the there. cultural. Yep. That's the, that's, that's the victory. Right there. That's We're the going to do yeah. another 15 minutes because that's the thing. The, yeah. They want your home. Right. Because yeah. guess what? They can't produce offspring. No. That's oh. what they can't do. That's, right. That's why no. they want your kids. They can't yes. produce offspring. And bigger than that, they can't produce good fruit. No, all, no, no, all, all, no all around. It's no fruit. All, it's all, it's all fruitless. All fruitless. Right. It's completely barren and that's impotent. Right. And that's why that's you right. don't give your kids to government school. Yeah. Because yes. they are your arrows. Yes. Those are the right. weapons. That's the yeah. that's the way God changed the world. All right. That's yeah. enough of that. Yeah. We've, get the book. I hope you get it. That's great. This this is this is the hope though. God, because Jesus died and rose again, and is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, He says all authority in heaven and earth belongs to Him. Therefore, go. He bought every nation with His blood. It all belongs to Him, and He is in the process of giving it to His people. Come on, Amen. Right? I need to hear that again right? and again. He's in the process of again. giving Amen. it to us. Yes, as we trust in Him, as we obey and honor our parents, yep. He will. He will bless us and he will give us the land, a long life in the land. I'm saying this again. This is what's so amazing about the book. He talks about this in the marriage. This is the mystery, right? So whatever your husband has, 
you have. You yeah. guys are inseparable. Yeah. The church is married to Christ. What does Christ have? Yeah. The whole world. Yeah, whole you know? world. So you got the whole world. Amen. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, yep, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. I this think, is cross politics. I think we offended everybody. Pretty everybody. Much, pretty much, yeah, that's okay. I'm you're welcome. That. You can have more of that on Wednesday. <laughs> I have another one on DC. Uh, make sure Kamala Harris is watching. Yeah, Kamala yeah. watches. Ow. We got some plastic straws back there. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh.